everybody as creatives, we know how important it is to maintain a state of flow and stay alert throughout the workday. So I've partnered with Unlimiter. Unlimiter is a powerful nootropic supplement that helps you stay focused, increases your memory, and gets you through the day as a creative. So check the link below in the description as well as use my promo code JESSE15 for a discount on your first bottle. Once again, use code JESSE15 for a discount on your first bottle. And with that being said, let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg Podcast. Today I have on a designer, Sam Zona, super talented dude, uh, been following him for a minute. Uh, he's went through tons of different styles and things and it's cool to finally sit down with him. So how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Not bad, not bad. I feel like uh, I've known of you for a while, but I've never really talked yeah, to anything I like feel that. Like- yeah, I feel like I've I've known of you for a while too because I I don't know I feel like I've been in the the Instagram game for I don't know it seems like I think it's like three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and serious off. Um, yeah, but I, I I do remember like what probably like I think you maybe reached out like up to like two years ago. Does that sound mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that for yeah. sure. And it's like so different now. A lot of shit's different mm-hmm. on online from like you were one of the people oh, yeah. that I liked following like a couple years ago when I feel like you were a lot more active. And since then, yeah. like there's so many of these different, I feel like, um, like players or whatever you want to call them, like in the, in the industry sure. and things. And like some people that were like kind of popping off then, like they're not even posting anymore and vice versa. People came out of nowhere and stuff. Yeah, everything's been going through huge changes. I mean, obviously that's just gonna like that's just the way it goes. But yeah, it was weird to have like a a weird like like second of like I don't even want to call it fifteen minutes of fame. Like a weird like thirty seconds of of like it like at least traction or like you know mm-hmm. engagement and stuff. That it was cool and it was fun, but you know sometimes things change. The landscape changes on. The internet you know constantly so yeah and it's all just like um momentum i've realized like if you don't keep up with For any sure. type of momentum it can just all like stop pretty yeah. quickly because people like as much as people care about what what you're doing or what other people are doing if you like mm-hmm. stop putting shit in their face they'll forget easily even if it's the biggest person in the world you know yeah for sure i the you know you work I worked so hard to um, like my goal was to just get like a full-time design job basically. Mm -hmm. And I worked so hard for that using my free time that once I got the job, I no longer could do the Instagram anymore because I had this like full-time design job, which it just like how they end up like sabotaging each other is it just kind of sucks. I know. I've always talked about it with other people, like when we're balancing, you know, like, I guess, salary or like career design jobs that are like you're an employee. Mm -hmm. And then you see these people that are like doing all this stuff online and you think, how do they have like the time to do this? But a lot of times that is like that is their full time kind of thing that they're working on. So it's hard to can't compare yourself to someone that's only doing Instagram or only doing YouTube or whatever and think, Oh, I'm going to have the same output as them when you're working and all that. Yeah, for sure. And I I've noticed it's a lot of like the, um, 
the in-between kids that are that like come up you know they which is like kind of what happened to me too it's like Mm -hmm. graduate college go home and live with the parents while i try to figure out my life have all this free time post like crazy on instagram get like a little bit of traction and then you know get the job and then all of a sudden you don't hear from them anymore yeah it's funny how that works yeah it really is yeah the people that are coming up right now are like i feel like they're probably in that same like realm Mm -hmm. it's always it's always (laughs) like probably maybe let's say 17 to like 22 or something in there and they're all either they're all either in their latter half of um like university or college or whatever Mm -hmm. or they had just graduated and they're like well especially with covid they're like can't even get a job so i might as well just go all in on instagram god yeah yeah i know i i well i don't know why i wasted my covid time being unemployed um not really designing i think i was just so burnt out and just not seeing the like same results as i as i had been in the past because of my lull in in work because i had you know full-time design mm-hmm. job and yeah. i kind of i kind of regret that i won't lie but yeah what were you anything, doing like but, what was your design job like your full-time um it was like a it was like a first agency job like mm-hmm. junior designer i don't even think well i wasn't even like really considered like designer i was on the creative team i was like a content what was my exact title content coordinator manager something like that i can't remember the exact title they gave me i got to work a lot with the design team but they kind of like when i was in my interview and stuff like you know i'm interviewing like with uh, older millennials and stuff so they see uh 10k on your instagram and they just like instantly think you have all the answers for like figuring out how to uh, promote an agency's Instagram and such. Not exactly the case, but um, so yeah, we, it's an ad agency in Chicago that I worked for small team. Um, Luckily the creative team was made up of a bunch of young people that all like Mm -hmm. became, I became very close with. So I really enjoyed that. But what I didn't enjoy was just like our clients. Like I just couldn't, the passion was just absolutely not there. And I, yeah, I, it's still, I still think about it all the time. I'm like, when you have to flex that creative brain muscle at work for something that you don't care about, mm-hmm. it tires you out so much. And then you come home and you want to work on your personal stuff and you can't, like, I literally couldn't, yeah. I was just so tired all the time. So it sucks too because it's not um it's not that you used up like the good energy either you know it's you're mm-hmm. doing stuff that i've had jobs like that i mean they all have certain aspects of that but i've had bad ones where i was doing so much production work and just like yeah. you know like bullshit every day that after like eight hours and i drive home on a commute it's like yeah right you're not gonna catch me designing a poster at like midnight or whatever right yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the one thing that was like still keeping me kind of alive to like, as far as passion projects goes, was at least I was, I was like still getting like some cool like freelance work at the mm-hmm. time, which was sick. That was like the only thing that was still like keeping me up on designs and stuff. Um, but that was also, I mean, that was just killing me. I'd come home after eight hours at um, the agency and just sit right back down and get on the laptop yeah. and you start 
pumping out, you know, another four hours or something of, of different work. So, yeah, yeah, it's tiring, especially now that we've been in, when we were kind of more peak COVID, like things are opening up mm-hmm. a lot more out here in LA and stuff. But when I was working my full-time job, I got it during like kind of right when it happened in like March. And then every day I'd work on stuff after, but since it was yeah. working from home, it felt even weirder. Cause all you would do was like, you know, close some tabs or something and then just like you're still in the same seat and you don't even go outside sometimes it was like crazy i I didn't even i didn't even really get to experience the work from home vibe that much i um it's funny i was (laughs) i went on this trip to um to paris with my with my friends like i'm talking like we got home two week no maybe a week before the borders closed and at that time everyone was freaking out about people in Europe having COVID. Like it was Spain and, and France and a few other places. Like if you are coming back from these places, like be very aware that like they're COVID hot right now. And so I instantly got like, I came back and my managers were just like, okay, you're two weeks quarantined. You can't come into the office or anything. And that two weeks was like super, super slow. And then I was, you know, I'm the most junior member on the design creative team right. or whatever. And then we, it went shut down, work from home. And then they let, then they just let me go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just lost that job on, and then just, you know, was unemployed for about a year. So, yeah. And I remember, I think early on Italy was like one of the main places that was like in the news yeah. a lot for COVID and that mm-hmm. sucks. Cause when you're junior, it's like you already have to feel in a way that you're like worth things and like trying to just like mm-hmm. be like, look at this, all this value I'm adding. And then they, they like were, you know, you could chill for two weeks and then they're probably just thinking like, damn, we don't even have money to to keep this dude on. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so sick. I get to because I, I loved working from home at the time. Like yeah. going into the office was always such a drag for me because I think working from home is the ultimate like level. I think once ever, like once we can get rid of offices and just we can all efficiently work from home i think everyone would be much happier and much like more productive in their personal life like at least that's that's with me so i was like hyped i'm like oh i get 2 weeks to chill at home this is going to be great and then and then it just happened i was like oh man yeah. that sucks that's like so, all my a lot of my homies that were all stoked on like the extra unemployment or whatever, and then it was yeah. like month eight, and they were that like, "I don't fantastic. know if this is that this is that cool anymore." You know, like I need to get yeah. a job. Yeah, the extra unemployment was like I was, I mean, you know, low kind of low paying first designer job. I was making in, with unemployment the extra unemployment. I was making like damn near exactly what I was making at the agency. Yeah. So I was just like oh, this is great. Like I'm just cruising for the next, I I think I did that for like three or four months and just had a great, I had a great summer. That was sick. I just didn't have any responsibilities. That was very fun, but it's hard to be motivated. Then it started to tail off. (laughs) Yeah. It's really hard to be motivated when they're like, okay, you want to work or not work? And it's the same. And it's like your choice. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, um, that's why all the, you know, Uber prices and stuff, at least in Chicago are going skyrocketing because no one wants to work right now obviously because they can get paid so much more from unemployment i know i've seen sometimes like even when i go to order um some of like the food or something ever since uber bought like postmates or i think Mm -hmm. and i saw one of the deliveries for the food the other day it was like nine dollars and i was 
like fuck yeah, that. Exactly. It was just for Chick-fil-A or yeah, some bullshit seriously. too. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, the uh so for an entire yeah, about an entire year I was I was unemployed and then also like all my freelance clients, they didn't have money to mm-hmm. uh push out work to to young graphic designers that just want to you know make something for their instagram because that's really the only like freelance work that i would do or post kind of specifically for instagram i was weirdly like pigeonholed into that but Mm -hmm. it it was fun and cool but yeah i feel like you were kind of really um in in the position for like content creation or whatever you want to call it where yeah they want you to bring this specific look rather than like solve some like problem that they have i liked that that was great yeah i really liked that and in in a way i still do that a little bit but less um for some of the bigger clients that i've i've worked for in the past it was weird the the pandemic like cut it off Mm -hmm. and then like i don't know it just never really got back rolling again so and uh do you do you still do stuff for that one like clothing place right like the pricks or pre or whatever yes yes um I do, I work for them like quite frequently. Um, yeah. And I don't know how much I can say about this, but I, I should be full time there mm-hmm. soon. Uh, so that's like a big development in my life recently because I've been unemployed for so long. I was at uh, this past yeah. three months, actually, I, I had just had to take like a minimum wage job at um, a store, a, uh, a resale sneaker hype store kind of yeah but you um, like all that shit at least i always see you talk i do about i it. do like that stuff and i there is some there is like a beauty about doing just a simple job i have to mm-hmm. say i you know like i was complaining before about how i my i'd waste all my creative energy at the agency job right but at uh this this other job I've been working for the past three months, it's just, it's simple work. You know, it's like, I don't want to call it late. It's not like hard labor or anything, but it's, right. it's working in the back of a, a sneaker store. It's mm-hmm. like stocking and whatnot. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very simple. You can just totally turn your brain off. I, I really enjoy that. I think that's, that's great. Turn your brain off, listen to a podcast and just think about stuff all day. Your, your brain's yeah. not, you're not, and you're not being judged on like, ideas or like you know your your work ethic you're just like given a simple task and get it done like it's kind of kind of nice i get that as weird as it sounds i get that and like no one's judging you know the composition of the way you stacked like these jordan boxes or whatever every day yeah for real and there's something nice about that like in the weirdest way like i i've loved some of my design jobs but there was something nice when I worked, uh, like one of my favorite non-design jobs, I was just like a pizza hut driver and it was a mm. busy store. So all I would do is drive back and forth, back and forth and just listen to music and podcasts. And in my yeah. head, I'd just be thinking like, oh, I'm going to go spend my tips on like a burrito and then go home and like design something on my laptop because I had all the <laughs> like yeah. energy. Yeah, dude, exactly. That's exactly how it goes. It's, it's nice. And not to mention, um, Everyone that works at that store, uh, shout out Boneyard, by the way, Boneyard Chicago. Um, everyone that works at that store is so sick. Like all yeah. my coworkers are so tight. They're all hilarious and they're into cool stuff. So I love that. Yeah. Love being around cool people all day. That's sick. Yeah. It's cool too. When you 
because I have a lot of friends that are either design or music or other things, but it's also cool to hang out with some other people that don't really care about that either at the same time. Cause yeah, exactly. it can be like 24 seven sometimes. And then there's no real, like I, I'll just get in the habit. If I hang out with my friend that helps me edit, we're just hanging out like at the bar and I'm like, yeah, so coming up next week and he's, we're just like, Oh, we shouldn't even be talking about work. Like let's just chill. Yeah, you know? Seriously. Yeah. It, it was cool. We, I got, way more into uh talking about you know personal style and clothes and stuff mm-hmm. which is like my like true love like i absolutely love that stuff so it's very cool to to work around those people but yeah i i just put in my uh my two weeks i'm on my last week on uh, i finish up on sunday and then i i i'll be starting um full time at at pricks uh maybe i think probably like next monday yeah, that's dope. And I remember when you first started doing that stuff, like, uh, I kind of could tell that, you know, they wanted you to, when you were using like all the tape and shit before it was like kind of played out and Don't like copy scans that. and everything. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. seeing that and thinking oh, like, oh yeah, they, they got him for that, you know, and they probably just want him because those kind of brands, like you made it look cool in a way that I hate seeing that shit on Instagram, you know, like the, like leggings and yeah. just like shitty, like whatever fast uh-huh. fashion, but he at least made it have some like design and character to it in a way that other people weren't. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was fun. Unfortunately that like most of that look has gotten, well, at least like when I, when I started doing it for pricks, like it was really just like saturate as many it's stickers and pieces of tape and you yeah. know bullshit like that as possible and it's gonna look so cool and it's so saturated now or it's actually was was so saturated and i feel like it's already like past that now like yeah. entirely past that um and everyone yeah everyone's stuff just kind of started looking the same around that time a little after a lot of um a lot of you know black market asset type type mm-hmm. things yeah, I know. Shout out Black Market, by the way. We t- I talked to I talked to that. Yeah, like, I listened to that one. Yeah. He's a good he's like a I'd say a homie of mine now. And we just talk about mm-hmm. how, you know, not just him, like it's not like he's responsible for everything, but like the black background and then you got the tape, you got, you know, like the dust textures. That was huge. The album art rings on everything, even though it wasn't an album art, you know? It's like, I've been calling out those damn album art rings for years. Mm-hmm. I swear. Oh, I, there's that one, you know, that one famous one that everyone, yeah. everyone loves to use. Still see it creeping up on, on like big artists mm-hmm. stuff. Sometimes I'm like, who'd you hire what's, to do this? What's like, weird, I have an example of it right here. I have this record and, uh, Oh yeah. The album art ring was used on the design. So it's printed on it. So it looks stupid. No. How old is it? It's not old. So look at, Oh my God. It's that's real. not even wow. real. This is like brand new, like from like last year. So See, that wouldn't have gotten gets, created already. That's when it gets really crazy is when you like print weathering onto something that like, mm-hmm. like digital is one thing. Cause like it doesn't actually, you know, exist. So you're going to like try yeah. to create this illusion, but like printing it onto the thing is like when it gets like a little silly. Yeah, it looks <laughs> bad because so I remember printing out uh, a poster one time and I used the, or it was like crumpled 
and then it was just mm-hmm. printed on there, but it wasn't even actually damaged, and it looked so bad and weird. <laughs> it just it was all shiny. It wasn't yeah, even it like matte. Yeah, it's shiny. It's not matte. All the edges are like perfectly, you know, straight. Yeah. So where are these crumples going from? That that's so funny. Yeah, and um, it's just weird, like especially Instagram. I want. I always wonder without Instagram, for better and for worse, like what would stuff look like? You know, I think it do, it did a lot for like myself and young people and just like inspiration, mm-hmm. but it also created a lot of um like of an echo chamber and things like that where stuff started to all be, you know, I get followed sometimes and I if I couldn't see the profile pictures, I wouldn't really be able to know like what what's what, you know. It's all acid graphics for sure. and shit now. Yeah, definitely. Uh some of like looking through some of the Instagram um like design pages you almost like that the ones that like repost and stuff oh yeah you almost it almost looks like it's one designer controlling the page making you know right. their own designs because everyone's aesthetic is so identical sometimes it's crazy yeah. i've been like trying to like navigate my way out of that and it's i mean it's very hard and sometimes you'll still fall into little things but yeah working trying to make like something unique has has been difficult lately i feel and then it's hard to i've talked about this with other people you get that like satisfaction of something doing well or whatever and then you don't it's hard to not want to just fall back on like these things you already know people are going to like and just kind of try to do it again exactly exactly that was that was um a big issue i faced when my Instagram started dropping off is like, I'm, I was so tired of making rapper edits, like, or my favorite, you know, musical artist. And I could already tell, like when I was making those, I do the, do the Kanye, the Frank edit, the Tyler edit. Those ones would pop off like crazy every time. And then like, even like someone who's slightly less, in that realm like but still a superstar still a superstar like kurt cobain right the engagement just like went to nothing it was crazy i'm like how is this how does this work like people really just see the artist and the i don't know i guess like a something that's not just a photograph of them and just instantly like connect with it i guess i don't know i think it's hard too because those people like people that are into like that type of hip hop and like everyone is obsessed with like Kanye, Frank and, and Tyler, like mm-hmm. you said, and people repost like the stuff of them that isn't good. So of course they're going to repost like the actual yeah, cool exactly. stuff too, you know, and it's just going to go yeah. out everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I just got, I don't know. I couldn't make fan art anymore. It was just so like, I couldn't do it. It felt so um, like not genuine, not, not genuine, but like, it felt easy. It felt very easy. It felt like I was not like, um, challenging myself. Cause like, I'm just, I would just use a photo shoot that someone else did and just chop up the photos and put right. them in that, you know, that collage look. And I was like, I'm not really like, I, I was giving myself this like imposter syndrome of like, not thinking I was really like doing art. I'm like, yeah, I wanted to do things that were way more like original and like 
from my brain, I guess, not from photos that already had an aesthetic that I'm then transferring into like a collage look. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I'm still trying to like, go ahead, get past that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone eventually feels that way, especially with, I've talked about this, like with Instagram, sometimes I see stuff that I don't really agree with necessarily, like whether it be like morally or whatever, like, Oh, I don't, I don't really want to use like some guys like photo shoot that he like art directed that I don't really like own. But then I see everyone Mm -hmm. using like stuff like that. Or I see people using famous like anime, like characters that are obviously like copyrighted or whatever. And then I think, well, damn, I'm almost like, it's like when everyone was on steroids in like baseball and I, I wasn't, you know, that's how I felt like I wasn't cheating. So I was behind or something like that. Yeah. And like, I know why I did that stuff. It, It was because I had like, these ideas to make something. Um, but I did not have any material to make them with. Cause I'm not like a photo. I'm not like a photographer. I yeah. don't, I didn't know how to get cool photos. I'm like, okay, if I, I can make a very cool design if I have cool materials to pull from and work with. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I were to try and go out and shoot something along the same aesthetic and make it, it would just not, look good so like i can't blame myself entirely for doing that even though i look back on it now and still like kind of cringe um but even now i'm still using stuff i find on like uh, on like pinterest and stuff it's just like i feel like i'm going deeper i'm finding things that aren't exactly matching and pulling them together into like a design that is you know a bunch of different pieces rather than one guy's photo shoot of Playboy Cardi that Uh, already has like a full color scheme and aesthetic to it. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you, there's a, there becomes a difference when you take something and like modify it and it just makes it like better, but it still feels the same rather than when you take elements or assets or fonts, whatever, put it all together. And it's almost like, I think the goal is for it to not be, it's like unrecognizable from whatever the inspiration was, you know? Mm-hmm. That, yes, I, uh, that's a very good explanation of it. And that's something I've been trying to do recently in my work where like, I'm still using, you know, maybe a, a, a still from a movie I really like or something, but I'm trying to incorporate it with some other like totally different elements. And I think that that's like an important distinction I've made of like, what's okay and what's um, like too easy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, you're talking about like, that, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I guess with that, um, it like, it moved me away from the fan art thing, mm-hmm. which is great. Like feels good for me. Yeah. So yeah, I feel better with, about it. And with... also drop, but the other thing is like maybe dropped the, you know, engagement off mm-hmm. less popular designs and stuff. So, yeah, it it sucks. Like it sucks that you like you and and I and others have to even like contemplate that feeling like oh should I do something I don't want to do because I'll get like whatever clout or or engagement mm-hmm. whatever you want to do it because exactly. as you as you've seen and I've seen too you can like stop or do a couple of things that people didn't like and it totally is like fucks your shit up and I think 
with the fan art thing, you get to a certain level and it's almost like you're not big enough to work maybe with these artists, but you're too big to be like making shit that's not actually for them in a way. Yeah, that's when it, that is something that definitely feels like very weird. Like I felt like I was I was getting a little traction. I'm like, if what if what if Tyler the creator really saw this? Would he think this is cool or he'd probably think this is whack? Because I'm just like chopping up his photos that he did for a magazine. Like it's not it's not original. It's not your own thing. And I feel like if the goal is to end up working with artists of that caliber, which I think like I think that's like the coolest thing I could do personally. Right. It's like, you know, creative, direct a a photo shoot or a whole campaign for like a, an artist I, I really like or something. Mm-hmm. And if they're just seeing you work with old photos of them and, and crop them into a new a new little square, like it's not that it's not gonna be enough for them, you know? Right. And I feel like people could definitely start seeing through that, like that, uh, that not being your own, like true, genuine art. Especially with people that a lot of artists and like rappers, especially in the, in the hip hop industry, like someone like Tyler or, or Frank, they have such a, like, like if they tried, I'm sure they could design their own thing, you know, like they have such a creative mind Mm -hmm. in a way that I think that, when they want to bring someone on it, it has to be like to such a level where they can translate like these ideas that they have to blow out these whole, like, cause I'm sure it's a lot more of like a working together rather than like, here's this, just go design it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and one thing while we're, while we're still talking about the, the whole fan art thing is uh, people got to stop saying that they're when they put in their caption, Frank for for Dazed Magazine and they're trying to like low-key make it sound like they made this collage for Dazed Magazine but they're yeah. just using the photos from Dazed Magazine oh my god oh yeah. I can't stand that oh that's one thing that just really gets me I needed I needed to get out there yeah no <laughs> one looks at that either or like no one that has yeah. any like I guess awareness of what's going on. No one looks at that and thinks like, damn, they actually did that, you know, dazed. Cause they would have yeah, saw it on yeah, the actual. If you have, yeah. But unfortunately it's the kids that like are just there for the, the cool hype pictures. I don't know anything about design or anything that are like low key getting fooled into like, yo, like he worked for dazed. Like that's so sick. Like how, yeah. how do you get that job? Like stuff like that. That's, that's so silly to me but yeah Mm -hmm. i've done that like when i was probably like 16 i would i would just post like Mm -hmm. album art or whatever and be like yeah like for whatever and it's like obviously not i had like 13 likes or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah i i mean i may i there's definitely like i definitely could have been like guilty of that like three years ago or something when Mm -hmm. i didn't really know any better and also like, you know, wanting to like get people thinking or, or something, but I, I've realized the error of that and how like corny it can make you like actually look, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some of those things, they're so like doing things like that. They're so maybe short term, like rewarding or like mm-hmm. you may like get some thing out of it, but in the long term, it, it's probably like super destructive and like a bad idea to to like you don't want to tamper like all you really have in this world is like kind of your word and your reputation you know at the end yeah, of the day so for sure. and if the um if the editor at dazed who 
saw that you tagged them 400 times in your post sees that you wrote out this yeah. caption yeah. uh frank for days magazine all of a sudden they're not gonna fuck with you and there goes you know your huge job opportunity right out the door <laughs> yeah for sure that i wasn't i always like it's funny because i've finally gotten to the point where people will just tag me in their designs for no reason as if I'm going to oh, like share it or something. Yeah. And like, I don't really know what to do. I just like it or, or I don't, if I don't like it, but it's like, I'm not like a, I'm not like fruits art club or whatever. I'm not going to share it. Yeah, you know? for real. I know, I know what you're talking about. That used to happen to me a lot. It was, um, it was, it's like kind of touching. Like I yeah, feel like, cool. like, Oh, they, they, they want me to see this. But then again, I'm like, okay, like read the room, like, like this isn't really going to do anything for you. And especially like, if it's like bad, like, yeah. I don't know. I like, I'm just like so conflicted, like what to do. Cause like, I don't want to like, I'm not going to like repost something that I think is like legitimately just not like amateurish or like, yeah. not that good, I guess. But I, I, I've, I've explained this kind of thing to people and everyone like gets on me. Like I'm like such a dick or something. And I'm, no, I don't know. I, just, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, you know, you've, you, you know, you've kind of made it when you catch someone collaging your collages. That was, that was an interesting, one. that's funny. Like all of my collages were turned into a, a one bigger, uh, collage, which I thought, yeah, that's like that inception. Was, was like, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. Do you know, um, the designer like Roy Cranston, he's who I just posted. Oh yeah, like, he was recently. just on, right? Yeah, he um, yeah. was telling me on the podcast that during his like prime when he was doing the 365 like poster challenge, him and his buddies would mm-hmm. do like a speed run on like how fast they could find someone that exactly copied like one of his posters. And it was like 30 seconds on the explore page to find it. Yeah, I bet. I, I was just going to say that. I was going to say like he got ripped off so hard by so mm-hmm. many people big singular word and then like all the little like stuff. photo cut out photo illustration underneath and they were always worse than his like no mm-hmm. one made them as good as he did i don't know like what his little touch is i haven't you know dissected it gone deep into it but like right. i could always tell when it was his versus when it was someone else's Mm-hmm. And it, and that's the thing. It, it's kind of like in the sense of, you know, you wouldn't, you could go to like Venice beach and get like starry night or whatever. It like, just buy that from yeah, like right. some spray paint guy, but <laughs> it's different from like the original Van Gogh. I'm, I'm sure if you actually put them together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and I feel like I, I maybe experienced that to a like one 0.1% of like what he did with like similar looking work with like the tape and stickers yeah. and, and stuff, or at least the, um, the cutout figures and stuff that like are displayed in like a square style. Yeah. And it, it's weird. Cause the thing that sucks about, I don't know, the internet and stuff is I'm sure there's people that get copied of course, but there's also like people that, there's so many things there's always going to be that uh i forgot what it's called but it's like the like-minded ideas or whatever like it's going to happen where someone Mm -hmm. makes something that looks like something that you may have made and 
they may have no idea yeah. who you are. So you can't just go around being like, Hey man, like you're copying me. And they're just like, they could easily just say, I don't even know who you are. Like I'm from, I'm from this whole other country or whatever. And then other times I've they actually are stealing. Myself. Yeah. I've like straight up felt like someone was like kind of stealing, like biting my shit. And then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, they totally could have just done this themselves. Like this, mm-hmm. these ideas are everywhere. Like I'm not the first person to do this, you know? And I think that that, um, I think like being the first person to like do something is what separates you is like being very authentic and cool and can cement your idea and you as a person as like a all time, like classic, if you're like the first person to do something, I think that's like extremely important. I think that that's uh, something I, I would love to try to, to do one day, but you know, it's like almost, it's impossible to know. Yeah. And you don't know that like the guy that does the, or girl, whoever, like that does the first thing of whatever it may be, like the first beat, Mm -hmm. like from this song, the first like, uh, logo that looks like this, they don't do it and think they probably think like, Oh, it's kind of common. I bet like someone's probably done something like this. And then, and then people will tell them, people have to say, you know, damn, like no one's ever seen anything like, like I'm sure when, uh, when those dudes were doing like abstract paintings, when everyone was doing like the Renaissance stuff, they were, they probably didn't even like it at first, you know, they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. But you know, low key, maybe they were like, this is such a departure from what is like so popular right now. Like we have to be the first, like, yeah, that would be, that would be very cool actually. Like to, um, to have a, a moment in art that is such like a departure from like, the way everyone's doing that, that everyone else like just rejects it entirely until 20 years later. And it becomes like the most popular and sought after thing. Yeah. Or, you know, even hundreds of years later in some cases. It happens a lot with, you know, like especially music, the artists will like die and then they're way more famous than ever. Like when they were in their prime or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, and it's kind of weird because yeah, now they now they put out stuff too, like after they're dead, which I feel like kind of weird about in a way. That has been totally crazy. Who, um, I, I not Little Peep. I mean, there has been like albums of Little Peeps that have come out, obviously, but I think those have been okay. There's who's the other artist? I can't think right now. Um, but like just tons of material coming out, and I'm like holy crap, like, how can you feel okay with, like, putting this stuff out? I mean, like, I know some of it might be, like, already finished or close to finished, but still, yeah, seems A lot of times it's just, like, someone in maybe, like, the family or something, and they're like, fuck it, like, let's let's get some money or something, which is sad, and maybe it's not. Maybe they think it's, like, like a memorial thing or whatever, but... What, what mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, like what your intentions are. If everyone else is like, I don't know about that. Like they're like mad Especially the fans, man. <laughs> if the fans yeah. are really like, are you sure about this? Yeah. Maybe you should uh, hold on to the legacy a little longer than just, you know, putting out uh, four albums. The, the, well, the weird thing is, is like the albums come so quick after the artist's death. That's what seems very weird to me. Like, like very soon after that, that that seems super strange. 
that they can just do that so quickly. I feel like yeah, like it's years. almost like it's kind of gross. Like they're using it as like marketing or some shit in a way. Yeah, because like, they're in the news. I mean, I'm sure a lot. Well, actually, you know, probably a lot of it has to do with uh, the labels. Yeah, I'm say. sure. Like they're all they're all probably just like bastards, and they're like, we got to get one last one out of here before like yeah, seriously. we lose the contract or whatever. What was yeah. uh I wanted to ask you like what was uh what were some of the biggest like I guess companies and like commissions you were doing when you were like a lot more active online? Um there's like three or four that were like the big ones that I did. Um I did finish line. That was cool. I got like mm-hmm. I had like sent shoes and stuff. Like that was so sick. That's dope. And I got I got paid like very nicely from them. Um, Def Jam recordings. That was very fun. I, that was like kind of that's what, uh, that's what got me like the small come up I had. Um, Leecher yeah. Report. And uh, that was like NBA stuff, right? Or something. Yeah, which is so not me. Like, I don't, I don't like those designs I made. I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of like, the guy that I was the representative from Bleach Report had to like really tell me like exactly what I needed to put where basically because I didn't know I don't know anything about sports so I'll be straight like yeah I'm more of a music fashion guy but um and then pricks like a ton of stuff for pricks but um Def Jam for sure was like was a a big gift and unfortunately a huge curse um and that is because their followers are terrible, like terrible. Like as far as, um, they have, I think like, they might have like 2 million followers by now, but their engagement is, you know, completely to the floor. Like they got like a million followers and they're getting like 600 likes on a picture. And -hmm. the thing is, is when they started posting my stuff, which was like a totally different, like a total move away from their, um, uh, the, the, just the photos and stuff that they would post. Yeah. They would get lots of likes and it got me a lot of followers, but all of those followers are like, might as well be ghost followers. And I'm like mm-hmm. pretty certain I, I, I wanted to get into this at some point. This is, I, I needed to like rant about this. Um, mm-hmm. That is why like my Instagram just like absolutely fell apart. Def Jam specifically, I believe because all the followers came they boosted my numbers with the uh, the rapper, you know, like when I would post like a, a rapper edit or something. And then as soon as that went away, never hear from them again. Is so. Yeah, people don't understand that stuff, and like I never understood that stuff early on. Like even with YouTube, um, I used to first maybe ten videos I had, I'd post it in like all the Reddits and stuff, and just be like, mm-hmm. you know, I made like tutorial or like blah blah blah, but if it's a like a bad view that clicks on and clicks off is infinitely worse than just not getting that view at all. Cause it ruins like the average watch time or whatever. And that's like the yeah. most important thing. And it's the same with Instagram. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I can't say I know too much about like the YouTube game. So that, that's interesting that even like posting like cross posting into like Reddit communities and stuff wasn't, wasn't yeah. helping at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, th- this is why I like, we we just talked the the other day like for or yesterday for a second uh why i create account is because mm-hmm. i i can't use mine anymore it's 
it's completely broken. Like I have 10,000 followers and uh, like, I'm not kidding you. My new account with 280 followers, the last story post I posted got more views than the last story post yeah. I posted on my main, on my previous main account. It's so yeah. broke. And it's like at a point, you know, you you think about like, oh, I shouldn't pay attention to these numbers. It doesn't matter. It's the it's the work that that really matters. But like if I ever want to like launch a product or like make something, how am I gonna get people to see it? It's never it's not yeah. gonna work. So I had to just try something else and that's going to be starting from scratch and it sucks it totally sucks but like i just gotta try it yeah i, I don't know I, and i i think maybe with the new job like when I'll, I'll be working full-time um for pricks and stuff i i'm hoping i can get some traction off that i the owner told me totally. she she could help me in certain ways and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But that's yeah, that's what I'm gonna try and focus on now is moving over some of my work I like and making new stuff. It it makes sense too. Like uh, I'm sure there's people that will tell you like what what do you like why are you doing that? You know, uh, mm-hmm. they, they probably want ten thousand followers or or whatever it yep. may be, and they're thinking like you're an idiot even though they don't know like the analytics and things, but I've seen that happen to tons of, you know, you know, those like, uh, accounts that they just post like, I don't know, like hood vids or whatever, like shit like that. Like they have like 4 yeah. million followers and some of their yeah. posts get less likes than some of mine, which is insane to even exactly. think about. Yeah. I don't know why, like what the content is doing specifically. That's like messing that up. But yeah, I, I totally can relate to that now. And it's like, it's almost embarrassing because it like, it looks like I like did something like buy followers or something. And I'm like, right. I can't be getting, like, thank God I can finally hide my likes on, on my Instagram because <laughs> like I was like so self-conscious about it. I'm like, oh my God, I have 10,000 followers and I'm getting like, there's, there's a post, I've had posts up that get under a hundred likes. I'm like, God, that is just so sad. Like it looks so bad. So I just I yeah. decided to chalk it and try something else. Honestly, it's probably going to be good though. And and like, do you have at least do you have that what like thirty day buffer period where you can maybe backlog some new stuff while you're posting mm-hmm. over all the all the old stuff and get kind of yeah. caught up. Yeah, definitely. And also, I'm going to be work from home soon, so I'm going to be back like at my computer all day. I'll be able to think of new ideas, make stuff. I think a lot of the stuff I do for pricks, I'll be able to post. Um, so that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. And I think, I think um, I'm pretty sure like w- me and um, the owner of pricks and stuff, we're going to be like taking on like kind of freelance jobs from what I've heard. I, I, I can't say too much on it, but like taking on like right. freelance jobs for other people and like doing stuff like that, which she's told me I can like have my name on stuff so we'll see that's pretty dope and that i'm sure that uh you know the culture that of like people that that will draw in will will Mm -hmm. be like a lot more uh i don't know i guess engaged or whatever you want to call them yeah (laughs) yeah those be better followers i think 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's good too. So if you're, by the time this comes out in a, probably a few weeks, if you guys can go check out the, his new Instagram, what is it called again? Yeah. The new one? Um, Zona 0010, um, binary okay. code that's Zona 2. So, you know, I just tried to go with something simple. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just at Zona, but that someone has it and it's a totally like dead inactive account. I've DM'd them. Mm-hmm. I've tried telling them like, I- I'll buy this, I'll buy this handle from you and I can't get it. Yeah. So unfortunately. I tried it too. <laughs> for now. I tried to get the oh, yeah. blue one before. Yeah, it's just, just blue. not glue and like uh the it's just some from last time I checked, it was just some like weird thing that was like nothing, you know, like one of the first Instagram accounts that just never oh, used really? it or something. And I tried Dang. messaging Instagram and they said they said uh like since it still exists, they can't like delete it or something like that. So Yeah. Yeah, for some reason the at Zona has like a weird rotating amount of followers that range from like at any time I look like a thousand to like 1500. I literally think it's just like a weird bot account and all its followers are bots. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Instagram's not just like erasing it, which kind of sucks. But Yeah. I have the same kind of situation. I, back in the day, I tried to get the glue, just glue um, gamer tag on Xbox. And I tried messaging oh, really? the guy. And uh, I messaged Xbox and they were like, yeah, they will only delete it if they don't go on it for seven years. So I'm like, all right, well, oh, that's shit. a long time. How long has it been? Yeah, I don't How know. I can't even now? check. I was oh. probably like, maybe I can go back now, but I don't even play Xbox. So it's like kind of a lost, lost cause at yeah. that point. Yeah. So what's the, um, what's the permanent glue to you like mean? You know, I, I noticed your your podcast is, you know, your name podcast. Right. What about like at permanent glue? Why why that? Yeah. Well, I guess I already segued it because like I'd started on on Xbox, like just some some dumb shit like from like Modern mm-hmm. Warfare two and all that, like with my friends. So right. then oh, of uh it was literally like kind of I was kind of like ironically making fun of like those, um, the ones they would just give you, but like, I actually just made it like the ones they'd give you would just be like proud mountain three, five, eight or whatever, you know? (laughs) So I just did something like that, but, but without the numbers. And then I went to like Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff started getting popular. And I I was thinking about design and stuff and I was like, you know what, I'm going to make an account. So I made that on all the accounts and then it's like, I guess it just stuck as, as a punny as that is, but yeah, a little punny (laughs) there. Um, yeah, even at permanent glue seems like something that might be taken, you know, I'm surprised Mm -hmm. you you even snagged that. How long, how long have you had it? That at? I mean, I've been, I've had that Instagram account for a while, probably, I mean, at least I mean, shit, before college, so at least like seven years, eight years since like mm. the early. When, when did you graduate college? I uh, graduated in 2019. So, oh, okay, ago. I graduated in 2018. Yeah, and I, I think I just did with the Jesse Nyberg, like that's my name. And I think, I don't know, maybe the glue thing is was like some kind of like shit used to be cooler back then to be like some weird like alias but now i feel like it's just kind of better to be your name because then they can find it everywhere 
yeah, you get that uh, personal brand SEO basically where yeah. it's not just your, you, the one thing you do, it's like your whole person, which yeah, I guess could be a good thing or a bad thing, but. Yeah, you'd look up permanent glue on Google. It's like, uh, it's just like Gorilla Glue in like Elmer's and shit. Like that's all. Oh that comes right, from, yeah, know? yeah. If you look up my name on Google, there's like a, um, a like a German professional bodybuilder um, that has <laughs> Sam Zona as his name, and it's very weird. He's like massive, roided out blonde yeah. guy. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that shit's weird. Like, I, I always used to do that when I was a young kid, like, when MySpace was out and stuff. Like, try to find, mm-hmm. like, who had the same name as me and, like, if they were, yeah. like, what they looked like and things. Because huh. it was always, like, you know, you can't really do that if your name's, like, you know, like, Brian Smith or something. Like, there's a million. It's yeah, not going to be right. cool to look it up. Yeah, I guess we – is. Do you, do you think your name is pretty unique? I don't know how many, how many other people have that same yeah. name. I think it's unique enough, like out here. Maybe they have some in like yeah. Europe and shit, because that's like a lot more of like a Swedish like type thing. But yeah, I don't know anyone else's last name Zona. Not like a, I've seen like a few people here and there, but no, no one I've ever like known. Obviously, it's such a weird last name. Yeah, and but, but like we were talking it's, it's about nice before we aliens. started, it's like a brand. So sorry about that. We uh, had Siri sabotaged us real quick and we had to do a little reset but um i i wanted to get back to a little bit about your so you're going to start this new account and you've always mm. kind of had this analog and kind of mixed media feel to a lot of your work are you gonna are you planning on continuing like that kind of look when you when you go over there and just keep it up yes definitely um whatever style i've been doing for the past i month, two months. Uh, it's been a lot of scanned documents and, uh, things overlaid on top of it. I, um, which is a kind of a a format I've like really been enjoying lately. I'm going to try and Mm -hmm. keep that up as much as possible. I I think I found a way to make it look very realistic and, um, almost as if it's like really printed. Um, and I, I, I do think, I've been very happy with, with how they've been coming out lately. And I have some cool ideas in the works. So I'm, I'm excited to keep going with that style for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be, that's going to be cool. I mean, I've, I've barely gotten my Instagram like a little bit more of a following, but I it's, I've obviously seen now that you can just kind of grow it out of nowhere because it took me probably, I don't even know, five or six years even to get like 800 or a thousand followers and then only like six months to a year to get the other like 5,000 or whatever. It's kind of, it's kind of silly yeah. how, how it works. That's crazy. Um, do you know exactly like what, what did that for you? Mm, In you know, all of a sudden, I think it's months? like a combination of a lot of, a lot of stuff like, not only COVID resulted in me being actually like trying and trying to learn like what works and and getting more involved with just other like designers and creators and becoming friends with them and just getting more involved in like the community. COVID made everything actually feel like there was a community and like some kind of, I don't know, like friends and just places you could go to. 
and then also doing the YouTube, like there was a lot of cross like pollination between like the people from there and there going over to either one. And then a, a big factor also is probably a lot of the podcast guests, like their, their fans oh, yeah. are already like they're in the same like target audience. So if they like me, then if they like them, then it's at least probably like a 50% chance they, they may want to follow yeah. like my stuff or whatever. And then one, one mm-hmm. thing that's slept on for sure that is getting kind of overused now, but like, it's like all that real shit is like a lot of, a lot of engagement, but I don't really like making them, but they get a lot of views. It's weird. Yeah. I have been told that everyone who thinks they have the answer in my like Instagram problems, like just post through, just start posting real, start posting real. I'm like, I feel very conflicted about them because yeah. Uh, you talked about this with um, with Roy, I believe, um, where he was saying, or where you guys talked about kind of not letting people in on that process, like the making of type thing. Maybe you guys are talking about Twitch or something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I hear but It's you. kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing as Reels for me. I I don't want to get, I don't want my account to get tracked in from me making the art i want it to get i want the art to be famous itself as its own thing and i know that's like really counterproductive right now as far as instagram goes and stuff Mm -hmm. but like i see the cool the coolest people are are the ones that are just posting their cool ass work and nothing else and just because their work is so sick and cool it just blows up that is like the ultimate goal i think like for me at least so uh, and i I look at um people that that do that and they have they just it seems like they can just they can go away from instagram for you know months even and come back just just as strong as ever like like nothing ever like like they didn't need to keep up posting frequency they didn't need to do any of this because they're just their ideas are just that solid. And that's like where I hope to like get myself somehow. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah. But and that, I don't that, that like, stuff's... Go ahead. Uh, I, I don't want to like talk or like speak too soon. And then like, you know, in a, a month or something, I'm like, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll make a reel. Maybe I'll do it uh, and just kind of go with it. But but for now, like at least in my head, know that if I do make a reel and I post it, I'm kind of dying on the inside. So, yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's just like it's one of those things that I'm conflicted about that whole stuff too. Because I, I, I think some of them are cool and some of it, but some of it, when I see, I've talked about this. I forget with who, but there's some accounts and people on even on other platforms where their whole thing is just kind of like bringing in more followers and like playing all these things. But then I, I start to think what, like, what do they want the followers to see? Cause all the content mm-hmm. is about like getting more people, but I only do the reels cause I want people to see the other stuff. I don't care about the, right. the real, you know? And therefore that's like, that's still, that, that still seems like pure to me, like, and like, genuine so like at least as an artist i think that that's still like okay you know like making 
making the reels and maybe not like like I've, I've noticed i think um you recently did one where you kind of it was one of those where you just like are dragging the things into place which i've noticed mm-hmm. are popular you know like just taking yeah. the element and like placing it there but not like letting people in on like that whole uh like the entire making of and like where all your inspiration is coming from and stuff i think those are those uh, are okay those are like because they're definitely trying to like just get eyes to see the work you know and like you got like you said earlier mm-hmm. like with the um the steroids uh comparison like if everyone's doing it like maybe i should too if it's gonna help me in the long run you know yeah because it you know being like proud or whatever the feeling is of like not wanting to do things that are happening and are popular it doesn't affect the people that are doing them and benefiting from them it, it only affects you you know you're just gonna be there like damn like that's cool that you know you feel good about like not doing it but everyone else is just gonna do it and continue to try to figure stuff out while like yeah i don't know you had to find a balance i guess is like the solution to the, all that yeah I just think about it in a way where I'm like, okay, if my like favorite, like God level artist, you know, saw my page, what would they think? Like if, if Kanye West is creeping on my Instagram, would he want to see me making, um, how to reels? Probably not. And therefore I'm like uncool. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like a weird, it's such a hard split, but like, that's kind of how I like to think about it. Like if, if I don't think it's like super cool, then I know that like the people I really look up to probably don't. And Mm -hmm. maybe I should shy away from it. But then I'm like, maybe I could use a bunch of viewers, you know, like it's so hard. Yeah. And it's also like, you have to, at the end of the day, what is the, like, what's like the goal, you know, if you want someone like that to, get in contact with you then yeah like you probably want to be all like ambiguous and like not even write captions and shit but then if you want to actually if you want to attract like clients or younger designers or people that want to learn from you or whatever like every target audience has like there's no like one size fits all for like putting content online yeah it's like why do i feel so humiliated writing a caption like it's so dumb i'm like like even just like writing out more than like a sentence or two, I'm like, crap, this is getting pretty uncool of me. Like I should, maybe I should tone it back, be a little more ambiguous about this. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Such a dumb things I, I like, I get stuck on and I, I hate it, but yeah. Yeah. I but I mean, at I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a good idea to start that new page and I'm excited to see, like what you're going to do with Thank it. You. And I think everyone should go follow it for sure. And for now we're going to sign off, but go check out the Patreon for the Q and a, if you want to hear a little bit more and then uh, go ahead and plug, plug your Instagram and all that one more time. Okay. So uh, old Instagram is at Zona digital. You'll find all the links to the new one, which is at Zona zero zero one zero. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, man. I had a great time talking and uh, getting a little venting session out. It's been cool. <laughs> yeah, man, it was good to finally talk to you. And uh, we'll see yeah, you guys next sure. time. Peace out. Peace.